Hi, everyone. I'm Cheryl Butler, and you're listening to the Mighty Mommy's Quick and Dirty Tips podcast, which will help make your life as a parent a little bit easier and a lot more fun. Welcome. Today, I'm very excited to welcome a special guest to the show, New York Times bestselling author and top organizing guru, Julie Morgenstern. Julie is the author of the popular books, Organizing from the Inside Out and Time Management from the Inside Out, both of which have been developed into popular specials for PBS. She's also been contributing her organizational expertise with many of America's favorite TV and radio shows, such as The Oprah Winfrey Show, CNN, and The Rachel Ray Show, just to name a few. Her latest book, Time to Parent, which is also debuting as a new podcast here at Macmillan, helps parents savor time both with their kids and on their own. Julie's countless experience through the years is a true gift to so many of us, especially busy parents. So I am thrilled that she's going to share some of her terrific insight with us today. Julie, welcome. Oh, thanks for having me, Cheryl. It's great to be here. I have some questions that the Mighty Mommy listeners would love to learn more about, so let's get started. You've been instrumental in helping thousands of people streamline their chaotic personal and workplace lives for over 25 years now by helping them conquer their clutter and to get organized systems into place. Why did you want to write your new book, Time to Parent? Um, I did it because in my, in my work, my clients are not only parents, but mostly parents because the parenting years are the most time-stretched years of a human's life. And so all these parents around the world are just seeking organizing and time management help. But the themes that I kept hearing really boiled down to this. There's no instruction manual for (laughs) parenting, particularly how do you divide your time as a parent? You know, parents always ask them, how do I, how do I choose between being there for my kids and not losing myself uh, being there for my spouse or getting back on the computer and getting more work done, being there for my friends or my extended family. Like parents' lives are defined by conflicting priorities and there's never been a manual to help you sort it out. And I craved it when my daughter was born as well as for the full span of the years I was raising her. And then once I had the empty nest and I was able to not be in the day-to-day throes of it, I was able to take my years of experience as an organizer, my own experience as a parent, and then do some research to try to find what's the manual. And I think once you have a manual, you know, job ambiguity in any role is a recipe for overwork, inefficiency, and insecurity. That's in any job. Well, that sort of defines how parents have been suffering for generations total ambiguity. So they never know when their job is done. I wanted to try to find the answer to that question. Oh, that's excellent. Well, what are some examples of the material that you cover in the book that would help a family that has never attempted to get organized before? Because that's where I get a lot of letters from the listeners. They love the idea of getting organized and, you know, they, they read books on it and they, they see blogs on it, but then They try to go and do it, and they just don't know where to start. Yeah, so organizing, the specific of organizing physical space or organizing routines in your house is just one aspect of what you need to spend time on as a parent. 
So I actually think the first thing the book does is puts that in its proper place. It gives it some context. Where does this fit into everything I have to juggle my time between? And how does it help me do the full juggling act or distract me from it? And the book actually offers up this job description that um, breaks the job, that the, the things we're spending our time on as parents into two pieces. First, what do we need to do to raise humans, right? And what do we need to do to be humans? And each of those have four parts. The work of organizing is one of those eight quadrants. It's not all of the time. And I think when parents can, a, a switch goes off where organizing fits in and either enables or obstructs our ability to cover all the territory we have to as parents. Suddenly it makes it a little easier to not overdo it, not underdo it, but do just be organized enough to be able to really live your life fully as a family. Oh, that's great. I have eight children, so I'm still learning, and uh, that's very helpful when you have that mindset. So what about including the kids in this process? Do you think that at a certain age it's great to start getting them involved in, in you know, watching out for their own things so that they have a, a system in place for uh, their toys or their homework area, that kind of thing? Can you give some examples that are, are good for a, for a family to get their kids involved? Yeah, I think kids do need to be involved, and I think every member of the family has to be involved. And too often, there's a default organizer in the household, and that's usually the mom who has to sort of think of all the systems and divvy up the labor and remind everybody what to do. And that's a really big burden for one person. So in the book, I do talk about also you should not do the workload on your own. You have to think of this not as one person's job and not even the mom's job, but these are the family's jobs. This is what it takes to run a family and kids can be involved really from the time they're very, very young. So, you know, infants can kind of as quickly as possible and it doesn't happen overnight. We know that, but, you know, contribute to the family system by fitting into the normal nighttime sleeping patterns. So you don't have to feel bad getting your kid to sleep at night. That's actually a way that they can belong and contribute to the family. And everybody wants to belong, even infants. That's excellent. Yeah. 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 I love that. Toddlers can't design a system. You can, but they can play pickup and put things away where they belong. And you're immediately teaching them from the time they're toddlers that things have a home. And it's their job to put it there. And they're capable of doing that. And if you think about it at school, kids love to put stuff away because there's a really clear home to put it in. Um, right. And at each age and stage, kids not only sh could be involved, they should be involved. And it shouldn't be a favor. People organizing together and people maintaining a common system is a way of people in a family taking care of each other. That's what yeah. I think. Yep. Love that. Because my next question was, why do you think some families are really good at staying on task once they get into the move, you know, the groove of it and they have the momentum going, but then there are just others that cannot get out of their own way? Well, I think it's because families that get stay on task and keep their homes running smoothly typically 
have very simple systems that are like really designed to be multi-user systems. I think when one person takes on the job of organizing, they design things the way they think, and then they either expect or hope everyone will understand the way they think. But a family system is a multi-user system. So you want to make them as simple and repeatable as possible that everybody can follow. And that includes labels. And this is the way it's done. Not everybody gets to do it their own way, but like just for ease, this is how we do the laundry. Here's the laundry basket with all this stuff in it. And here's the little card that explains how to do it. So no matter who's going to go down and do it, everybody does it the same way. So it's something I call like a self-instructing system for all the basic functions of the house, the cooking, the cleaning, the laundry, getting ready in the morning. If you make self-instructing systems and that's just the way we do it, it's a lot easier to maintain than having too much variation for personality. You can have variation and honor people's personalities in other things but not in the day-to-day systems. It's just uh, too complicated that way. Right. That that makes good sense. Um, so do you have some favorite organizational tools that you think families should invest in that they could, that would really um, help simplify? You're talking about labeling things and uh, probably, I don't know, containers for things, but do you have anything in particular that you love to start with? Well, I mean, usually the the sort of hot spots. I always say, like, focus on the hot spots. If your whole house is in chaos, figure out what the hot spots are. So the front entry is usually a hot spot, and just investing in literally like a row of hooks or two rows of hooks, one at the adult level and one at the kid level, and some kind of a bench or cubbies where backpacks and briefcases and tote bags can go. So there's a real landing launching zone at the entrance of your house that catches all the day-to-day stuff as it comes in and it's there to grab when you're going out. That is one of the best things that you can uh, focus on. And it's just a few simple tools. You know, the kitchen can also be a hot spot. And, you know, getting some containers that, you know, most families, kids actually don't do their homework it in their rooms at their little desks where they're supposed to they'd rather be near the family <laughs> so if if homework takes place in the kitchen clear out a cabinet and put some bins in there with all of the supplies in a bin stored where they're used and they pull it out kids can work on the kitchen table or the dining room table and then it gets tucked away so i think the key is to look where the clutter is and create storage there because that's where your family is using those things. Oh, I love it. So how about this? Is there any advice that you would tell parents not to do when it comes to helping their kids get into these organizational systems? I think it's a couple things. Don't ask, would you mind cleaning up or would you mind putting things away? (laughs) Just state it's time to clean up. It's time to put things away. We're going to move on to the next activity. It's a statement, not a question. It's a shared act. It's not a favor. And I think kids respond very well to that. That's what teachers do, right? They don't go like, who feels like cleaning up now? Nobody does. (laughs) It's like it's cleanup time. And then we're going to have a story. So just make it statements of facts. Very good. Very good. Um, What do you feel are the benefits to parents for creating and maintaining a well-organized home. 
I think it creates, it gives you back more time, right? You just have more time on your hands because you spend less time searching for things or procrastinating on doing things because you can't find the stuff you need to execute on it. I think it really reduces stress significantly and creates more space for connection, right? Where each of the transition points in the day go much more smoothly because there's a system, it's automated, it kind of hums in the background. And on top of that system, family members can connect. They can ask how each other's day were. You can deal with kids like emotional upsets in their life because you're not busy trying to find the stuff. You're just you're not, able to be present. You're able to be right. present. Yes, because otherwise you've got the the morning rush and where where's Jimmy's shoe? It's in the toy box and you're, you're yelling and you're just cranky and it just sets the whole tone for the rest of the day. And so when you, you're right, when everything has a place and the family participates in keeping it that way, then everybody gets to benefit from time together because that's one thing that is truly lacking in so many families' lives right now. They're just scurrying from one thing to the next. And when they do sit down together for dinner, I mean, everybody's exhausted. If dinner's even getting ready because people are just running in the door after soccer pickups and uh, other clubs and mom and dad are running around trying to get things done. So coming into an organized home, oh, that's so nice. It's heavenly, right? It's you're not walking into a mess or a to-do list. You're just coming into a space that welcomes you in which you can be a family in or a human in, or even you need 15 minutes to yourself, you can do it because you're not walking into an unfinished to-do list. And it takes a little time to set up the systems. You know, I think talk, I was just coaching a client yesterday and setting up organizing systems is not something you can do in 10 minute increments. You have to do it systematically and in a concentrated way. So just make a list of all of the hot spots, the things, the areas of your home or your day where the most chaos reigns that drives you the craziest, steals the most time and energy, make a list, prioritize it and tackle them one at a time and then design the system as a family, right? In the book, I try to teach people to do that. Like, how do you have a conversation with the family and design it together? This is our system. What works? What doesn't? And it's a a multi-user system and you design it together and you create it together and then you maintain it together as a way of giving each other the gift of time. That's what it is. Yeah, that's a precious gift. That certainly is. So Julie, you have a new podcast that is launching very soon, I believe, and it's also called Time to Parent. Yes. So can you Tell us a little bit about, a little bit about that, what our listeners can expect because the, the Mighty Mommy listeners love podcasts and certainly when it's going to be something that's going to be beneficial to their family. And this is right up their alley. So I'd love to have you share a little bit about what they can expect. Sure. So each episode of the podcast is going to focus on one of those eight quadrants, one of those eight roles or responsibilities we have. And it will feature me talking with real clients, real people with their real stories and how they've applied various strategies, what's worked, what hasn't, what obstacles they faced and how they overcame them. And also some experts. Um, I did a lot of research and, and for the book. And so it brings the experts voices in who give us the science behind why 
certain things we should be doing and why we shouldn't feel guilty sharing the workload, for example. You know, <laughs> psychologists that will say how good it is for kids to actually be involved and a contributing member of maintaining the house, et cetera, et cetera. So it's real people, real stories, real experts, real life, and real practical solutions. Oh, that's wonderful. I, that's going to help so many people. Julie, thank you so much for spending time with us today. The Mighty Mommy listeners are going to gain so many helpful tips and strategies to help streamline the busy, wonderful lives that we have as parents, but they're certainly very hectic. So anything that we can do to have more time spending together and um, being families is certainly going to be um, very beneficial. So thank you so much. And you can pick up a copy of Julie's latest book, Time to Parent, at any of your favorite bookstores or your online retailers. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Cheryl. And uh, everybody, you're going to get more time, not less, if you read the book. So read the book and listen to the podcast. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, Julie, for spending time with us today. The Mighty Mommy listeners are going to gain so many helpful tips and strategies to help streamline our extremely wonderful but hectic parenting lives. You can pick up a copy of Julie's latest book, Time to Parent, at any of your favorite bookstores or online retailers. How do you keep your family organized and on task? Share your thoughts in the comment section at quickanddirtytips.com slash mighty-mommy or post your ideas on the Mighty Mommy Facebook page. You can also connect with me on Twitter at Mighty Mommy or email me at mommy at quickanddirtytips.com. Today, Julie Morgenstern shared some fantastic advice and tips to help keep our families and our home life organized so that we can enjoy more time doing fun things. I love that Julie recommends that this be a whole family approach, not just something for mom or dad to handle. Have fun getting your home functioning just the way you want it to be, and then reap the benefits of more time with your kids. Thanks so much for listening. And until next time, happy parenting. Happy parenting.